All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Off Duty. I cannot believe that this is officially the last episode of season one. I feel like we just started this podcast and I was super nervous. And as you guys know, if you've been listening from the beginning, um, episode one is still up. Episode one was a bomb in the sense that I was so excited. I set up all the gear and I forgot to switch off my internal mic on my Mac to my um, <laughs> my really awesome mic. And all you got was like us in the background. So embarrassed about that. But then I was like, no, you know what? I'm leaving it up there because I want people to totally understand that when you start a podcast, whether you've been in radio, whether you've done blogging, 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 there are going to be mistakes that happen. So I left it up there. Episode two, I made fun of myself, which I think you need to do. I think it's a healthy thing to do. And here we are now winding down with a great amount of listeners. Um, Shout out to those in Australia listening. I was looking at the analytics and I'm like, oh my God, I'm super excited. People in Australia are listening to the podcast. So that is super duper awesome. Absolutely love that. All right. So for the last episode of season one, um, we are going to kick back to social media. I have some awesome news at the end of this podcast, so you have to listen to it entirely. I'm sorry. But, um, you know, the last episode of social media that I did was the good, the bad, the ugly, and we went into it and we talked about it. Now, I love this concept that I came up with to talk about. It's the price of being scandalous. And social media is scandalous. And I'm not talking about the scandalous that everyone instantly goes to. We're talking about buying your followers, buying your likes, or yep, your pictures. So let's get into this. Now, it has become a super duper must have thing to have thousands upon thousands upon thousands of followers. If you don't, you're not cool. Um, you're not noteworthy. And I think the problem where a lot of this had changed the game was when mom and pop businesses or collabor- uh, collaborators only wanted to collaborate with you if you had 10,000 plus followers. Also, Instagram made this new thing where you can only use the swipe up access if you have 10,000 followers. So I'm sitting there one day on my Instagram and I'm like, God, where's the swipe up? I can't find it. And then I was like, oh, you're not cool enough to have it. And I'm like, that kind of stinks because thequeenbuzz.com, which is my baby, it is my blog for nine years. It's not a business. I don't sell things, but it was built upon helping mom and pops, PRing them, getting them out, going to their business, filming, and it's great. Again, I don't sell things, so it makes it a little harder for my Instagram to reach that many followers. And I really, I'm like, oh man, I wish I had the 10,000 because the swipe up is so cool. Like it's just like instant access. It's it's almost if like if you put a hyperlink somewhere and it says click here because you're cool. I don't have that click here link and it kind of stinks, but 
whatever. So Instagram is like, you're not cool. And I'm like, thank you very much. Whatever. Next. I'll just make sure that my pictures look awesome. So people started buying followers. And it's weird because if you were friends with certain people, you notice they went from like 400 to almost like 20,000 overnight. And you're like, wow, what did you do? Sell your soul to the devil? Yeah, you did. You sold it to Instagram. So basically what happens is you you buy your followers, right? And a lot of the followers you buy are going to be bots, which means they're not real. And Instagram has been doing a great job with depleting them. You'll notice that a lot of them are getting removed. The other kicker with the buying the followers is um, people sometimes make fake accounts that sponsor this buy your followers. And Instagram is also doing a great job with getting rid of those fake followers. So if you're, say for instance, if your account is not posting and you just have like zero pictures and you're really not active, they're going to start deleting that stuff because they're realizing it's false advertisement. They totally get it. They're still making money because you're buying followers, but there you go. The other thing is you have to think about from a perspective. Now, this is me if I had a mom and pop come up to me and ask me this question because I have had this asked. You know, mom and pops want to build. They want to grow. And the problem is, and I'm not saying you guys miss the train. I just started my own uh, vinyl t-shirt company. Um, You know, I'm very sassy and very blunt. So I have like a lot of grit and wit in my shirts and I get it. Like there's been people who have been using the Cricut, the vinyl for years. So I'm a little behind, but I don't like, I'm not looking to make a billion dollars overnight. Like I'll gladly grow my business slowly. So what these people do is they have this mom and pop and it is a great idea. Like I love mom and pops. I will forever support mom and pops. I I love them and I love that they're flourishing more and more, but you have to understand it takes time to grow a business. It's not going to happen overnight unless you are a billionaire's child, you come from a celebrity background, or you really just have an awesome idea and it just skyrockets. But keep in mind, it has to be unique. So what happens is these mom and pops, they have great you know, ideas and concepts. They buy followers. Here's what you guys are forgetting about. If you have all of a sudden, say you have 10,000 followers, say it's like, I don't know, 11,000 because 10,000 is a little obvious there because you want that swipe up. If your likes don't match up to your followers, even if you have 10K followers as someone who wants to collaborate with you, I'm going to totally see that. What I mean is, let's say, for instance, I work for um, Tarte Cosmetics. I'm going to, I'm writing about them this uh, Saturday on my blog. So I'll talk about Tarte Cosmetics. And I'm like, wow, I'm looking for influencers that are not celebrities. I want to look for your everyday mom, dad, college student, you name it. And I obviously, as a big brand, I want someone who has a big following because again, as an influencer, you're pushing out product. You're doing the PR for me. So I go to Blog. And I go to her Instagram, I see she has 22,000 followers, and I'm like, wow, she's doing great. I look at her pictures, she knows how to do great lighting, she takes really nice pictures, because today, the iPhones, you don't need your Canons, your Sonys, I mean, some of these iPhones are bananas, they're taking sweet pictures. But then here's the problem, 
I for, I go to her couple pictures and she posts like really great uh, cookies that she made and she takes pictures of products she uses and oh, she's got a Tarte Cosmetics product. 22,000 followers and it's weird. She only has 250 likes. This picture was also posted six days ago. Couple things, okay? I'm wondering why if she has so many followers is she not getting more engagement? How come she's not getting more people to notice what she's doing? Because again, if you're going to be an influencer, you have to put the word out there. You have to make sure you are heard. So if you're simply only getting a few likes here and there, that means a couple things to me as a brand. You bought your followers or you're not pushing hard enough. So it could be that maybe the picture you're posted, people are like, just scrolling through. Because I mean, if you look at it, we do follow a lot of people. And even if you follow just say 500 people, that's a lot of pictures to scroll through on the regular, unless you are just sitting at home every day, all day, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. The other way to make engagements is use your Insta stories. People love video. People love to see you realistically moving. So again, even if you're buying your followers, you have to be aware of this engagement. You have to also think of it this way. You are a virtual brick and mortar, meaning that whatever you post, whatever you display, that's what your brick and mortar, if it really existed, would look like. So if you build a store and you shout out to your fans or your followers that, yeah, I just had all these people love my store, but only five people walk in the store a week and one of them purchases something, are you really that valuable to society? Are you really going to make the money that you invested? So you really have to say to yourself, again, I'm a virtual brick and mortar and it's an investment. A brand is not going to approach you if even if you have the 10,000 followers and even if you do the fabulous swipe up if you're not getting enough likes. So if you're buying your followers, please be wary. Like it is obvious. People know. And again, if it's something that you need to do to build your brand, then you have to grind hard. You have to put yourself out there and you have to make sure that you are balancing out followers to likes. That's the first one. Now, tying in with um, the buying the followers, there's a lot of opportunities to buy into like a loop contest. And I've seen this where, um, you know, you could, you know, follow 56,000 people and you can win this prize. Okay, listen, I love a great prize, but I am not going to go and follow 20 people that I know nothing about just to be entered in this contest. All that does for you is, yes, as the person in the contest, you are getting millions and millions of followers. Bravo. But again, it's the same thing as buying your followers. Those people that are following you, they just want to win a contest. They don't care about what your brand is about. And if that's what you're about, your brand, you totally just smothered it in like dirt. If you care about your brand, take the time, educate yourself and research. Putting yourself in a contest is going to do nothing. Yes, your numbers are going to be high. Your followers are going to be high. It's going to look awesome. But if none of those people care about what you're selling or what you're talking about or what you're putting out there, then what was the point? All right. Same thing goes with buying likes. A lot of these buying of the likes are all, again, 
bots. They're not real. And over the time, they're going to eventually drop. Meaning maybe for the first month, if you buy likes for the first month, you're going to get 500, 600, 700 likes. But then once you don't pay for it anymore, you drop down to about 50 or 60. It's going to show, it's going to make your brand look like it's failing. So that's where you have to be careful. Same thing, you have a virtual brick and mortar. If that was a real brick and mortar and on the first week you offered, say, your bakery, everyone that comes in, you get a free coffee with whatever purchase. You can't do that forever. You will be bankrupt in like minutes. So again, you have to keep on pushing harder, more innovative, more unique to draw those people in. If you're constantly pushing out something that's not realistic, then how realistic or how trustworthy are these people looking at your brand going to think you are? It's not going to happen. And then finally, one of the most important things on social media today is pictures. The proof is in the pudding, folks. I don't really like pudding anyway, but I mean, I'll just say it because it's the same. I wish it was like the proof is in the ice cream because ice cream is so darn good. And if you think about it, let's use ice cream. Ice cream looks great when you scoop it and they, you know, put the decorations on, little sprinkles. But once that bad boy melts, that's a big old mess. Like it still tastes great. Don't get me wrong, but it's a big old mess. So be careful with your picture posting. Um, if you are selling, like if you're a mom and pop and you're selling skincare or you're selling like a lipstick or whatever, and you're going to Photoshop the max out of yourself, you're not being realistic. You're not being truthful. You're not being honest. I can't tell you how many times I've purchased something and, um, it's, it, it doesn't even have to be like a mom and pop. It could be a big name brand clothing store boutique and they Photoshop it to where they Photoshop the lighting and I think it's going to be this beautiful, bright mustard top. And then when I get it in the mail, it's like yellow because they've altered the picture. So you have to remember, again, you're a virtual brick and mortar. You are a walking business. Whatever you put out there is what people are going to expect. And if anybody can say anything today, you guys know expectations are super high. So be careful on the photoshops. Also, I can't tell you it's it's so scary. I was talking to a couple of friends about this about like reviews, like when you read a review about something, like what's a real review? What's a fake review? Like someone's talking about this weight loss supplement or this skincare cleaner and then did you photoshop it? Like did you make yourself look skinnier just to sell the product? It's a little scary out there. So again, if you're building a business, keep in mind, you want to be honest. You want to educate yourself because all you have to do is to sell it to the wrong person and you know they're going to jump on Yelp, they're going to jump on the review site, and they are going to butcher you down to the point where all that work and everything you put into it is gone in an instant. So that's really important. The other thing is, and this has been going on since social media, I feel like Instagram started with the scandalous pictures. Bottom line, whatever you post, whether you think it defines you or not, it defines you. So if you want to go post a picture of yourself and it's pretty scandalous or it's pretty provocative, whether you want people to say that's what it is or you're like, I don't care, freedom, all this stuff, fine. But if I don't know you, that picture defines you. So again, whether you're a mom and pop, whether you're an influencer, blogger, um, anyone trying to get in this crazy social media game, you are a virtual brick and mortar. What you post 
defines you. What you post is what you get. So you are a that virtual storefront. What you post that picture, that is your sign for the day. So if you're having a bad day and you post up a meme and it has a bad word in it, you might deter someone that is really interested in you. So always, 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 always please keep that in mind. I can't tell you. Um, nine years ago when I started my blog, I can't tell you how many times with the writers I worked with, I had to be very honest and I had to say, listen, I'm a teacher, but more importantly, I'm building a mom and pop. This is what I want to focus on. These are the people I want to work with. I can't have you posting pictures of you at the club partying. Like that's just, it's not, it's not going to go well for what I'm trying to promote here. So always be aware of what you're posting and what you're putting out there. So that's pretty much it for my the price of being scandalous in social media. I hope if anyone is opening a mom and pop or you're trying to start a business, you do understand again, it takes time. You know, everything takes time. It's baby steps. It's growing. It's allowing whatever you need to put out there to flourish and patience is everything. So next week is, it's one of those weird months. It's five-week month. And I'm really excited because next week, obviously, is the 28th. But on the 31st is my birthday. So next week is going to be the last week. And I'm so excited to say that there is going to be um, a positive split. And Robin and I are going to be doing our very own podcasts because Robin is about the mind, the body, the soul, the fitness, where I'm pretty much doing like your motherhood, your your love and marriage. So instead of having a podcast that has 400,000 directions, we'd rather our podcasts be centered to what we are all about. So... I'm not going to tell you the name of my podcast until next week because it kickstarts next week. Um, and Robin will have hers. We'll get more information on when her day and her launch is going to be for her podcast. But I'm really excited because I already have um, two great mom and pops that are collaborating with me on this. And it just reminds me that you know, do something positive and something comes positive back. So a super duper loving shout out to Little Twig. Um, if you guys find them, they're on Instagram. It's at Little Twig Prods, P-R-O-D-S. Um, it's all natural bath, body and skincare products. And I'm really excited because that is something I preach about. I promote, love, all natural ingredients. And I'm going to be making sure we have an awesome sauce information on the blog. Again, our blog is thecleanbuzz.com and new podcast is next week. So there's all these great positive things. And I will be on level 36 next week. Very excited, feeling like I'm in my 20s. So thank you guys so much again for checking in, joining me here on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Enjoy the rest of the day with the family, and I will catch you here always every Sunday, 12 noon. 
So, yeah. Oh, and I always forget, but if you guys are listening, you can check us out on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Nine fabulous platforms. But always, we love, love, love our Anchor. So that's anchor.fm slash offduty with a new name coming next week.